When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, it's Kate. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. This week, I'm talking about planning and how to make it less stress and more happy making and add meaning to our lives and not just necessarily organizing our list of to-dos. So if planning is so great, and because I'm devoting a week of episodes to it, I think it's clear that I believe in the power of planning. What do you do when plans change? Does that mean all your effort is wasted? That's what we're talking about today. I think we can all relate to dashed plans now that we're in a post-COVID world. I planned and then canceled so many trips and get-togethers these last three years, and then COVID would come and crush those dreams and those plans would be dashed and we would be back to the drawing board. I'm sure that you had similar experiences. I just want to say that it can be hard and sad when a plan falls apart. Have it happen enough times and it could also leave you with a lingering sense of, What's the point of planning? There's a principle I find extremely helpful in the face of changing circumstances and uncertainty, and that is to remain committed to your ultimate aims, but not attached to exactly when and how they come to be. So you can be committed to getting together with your college roommates, but not attached to the specific weekend or maybe even the specific location. This way, if one plan falls through, you can keep looking for another and you won't necessarily think, that's it, it's all over, it's never going to happen. Another example, you can be committed to taking a family vacation where you can enjoy a shared activity together, but not attached to what that activity is based on. And then you can be flexible throughout the planning process where you're figuring out what time and place and activity works best for everyone which makes it less stressful. You won't be saying, no, we have to go to the beach when someone else might need to get together during the winter and would prefer to go snowshoeing or something like that. You can be committed to making a plan that allows you to experience art that helps you see things in new ways and not attached to getting tickets to a certain exhibit that's likely to get sold out, for example. So you're not pinning it all on this one idea if that plan doesn't come through because you were late to get your tickets or something else, then you can just look for something else. Because here's the thing, there are always multiple ways to get what you want. But if you're attached to getting one specific outcome, you kind of close yourself off to all those other possibilities. You can only figure out so much on your own in advance. Trying to plan every little thing creates a lot of stress. And then when those plans change, it can feel so crushing. A lot of times, things can work out much better than you could ever imagine if you just stay attuned to what you want, committed to this idea of what you're going for, and then keep your eyes and ears out for opportunities. 
By being committed and not attached, you leave space for whatever you like to call it, life, the universe, God, fate, to partner with you. I've got two very concrete tips on how to incorporate this committed but not attached idea into your planning after this break. Welcome back. So how do you make plans that you aren't attached to? I've got two tips for you. One is super quick and easy, and one that requires a little more thought. The one that is more thoughtful is to name your intentions for any plan that you are setting out to make. So instead of thinking to yourself, I need to plan my trip to a conference this year, name your intentions for why you think you want to attend a conference. For example, I have been feeling like I need to get back out there, attend a real world event, do some networking, create some space in my schedule to just focus on work that it is not in a, you know, sit at my desk and get things done kind of a way. And so as a result of that desire, I booked a trip for myself for my first podcasting conference. I'm going to She Podcasts in October, and it's my first podcasting conference ever. But when I was thinking about going to a conference, my first intention was to deepen my knowledge and my network in the podcasting realm. It was also my intention to do so in a way where the travel was easy. I really didn't want to fly cross country and lose two days to travel and more days to jet lag so that I wouldn't try to chicken out of the trip right before it arrived, (laughs) which I have a feeling I might try and do anyway. But if it were convenient and in the same time zone, it would be easier to just keep going and stick to the plan. And it has been so long since I traveled for work. My intention was also to carve some time out for myself away from daily parenting and family life to think about my future goals. Having all those intentions in hand, I looked into conferences and I found some in California, which didn't match that whole idea of convenient travel. I also found one for women, which I just felt like was going to be more comfortable for me after getting back to conference land after the pandemic. It's just going to be a little bit friendlier. Most podcasters are men. I think only 30% of podcasters are women I have read. So that really appealed to me. And this conference is in DC, which I can either take a very short flight to since I live in Rhode Island or a nice leisurely train ride to. So boom, I bought my ticket. It hasn't happened yet. And if something comes to change those plans, I could get COVID, for example, or we could have another COVID wave. Some, anything could happen, right? Well, I won't be starting from scratch because I'll already know what my intentions are and I'll just have to look for opportunities that help meet those intentions. But really, I'm starting to get excited. I think it's going to be a really good match. And if you are going, please reach out and let me know. My email is kate at katehanley.com. I would love to hook up while we're there. When you're starting to think about what you'd like to plan in the near or not so near future, before you start thinking about what to do, think about why you're doing it. What are you trying to create and how do you want it to make you feel? Knowing those intentions will help you decide what you're committed to and it'll help you not get attached to one specific thing. And then the second tip, which is so simple, it might even make you laugh, is something I only recently learned and started implementing, and that is using a pencil when writing your plans down. I mean, it's silly, but it helps lessen that sad feeling when things get switched up. You just do a little erasing and a little rewriting, and boom, your plan is modified. I can't tell you how sad it would make me to have to cross something off my paper calendar because plans changed and because I used a pen. It just felt so final. With a pencil, it's barely an emotional blip. It's just boom, 
taken care of. So your tiny assignment is to think about the intention behind your plans the next time you're trying to shore up an idea enough to put it on your calendar so that you don't get too attached to that particular plan and that you can remain committed to fulfilling the intention behind that plan should things change. And second, go and find a pencil that you love to write with to write down those plans on your paper calendar if you use one. I hope you'll come back tomorrow when I am sharing a really super fun planning hack that has been shown by research to boost your happiness. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 